everyone, and welcome back to Beach Weekly, a podcast created and produced by Long Beach State's student-run newspaper, The Daily 49er. I'm your host, Daily 49er News Editor, Julia Terbesh. Check out our content at daily49er.com, where you can read campus and Long Beach-related news, sports, arts and life, and opinions, as well as multimedia content, including more podcasts, videos, and photo galleries. This is The Lowdown. For all things CSULB. Without any further ado, let's dive into the news. But I felt honored that I got to be in her presence. She will be missed, but you know what? She did what we needed her to do. Now she's passed the baton to all of us. That's right. After serving 27 years as a Supreme Court Justice, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died Friday, September 18th from complications of metastatic pancreatic cancer. She was 87. A lifelong advocate for gender equality and equal rights, Ginsburg was the second woman in history to be appointed to the Supreme Court, after Sandra Day O'Connor. Nominated in 1993 by President Bill Clinton, Ginsburg worked as an associate justice with a focus on progressive issues, including women's rights, gender discrimination, immigration, and health care. Thousands across the country mourned the loss of Ginsburg, who many consider to be a feminist icon and an inspiration, as she dedicated her career to paving the way for a more progressive America. The 107th justice, Ginsburg studied law at both Harvard University and Columbia University and graduated from Columbia in 1959. She taught law at Columbia as well as Rutgers University, and she was co-founder of the Women's Rights Project at the American Civil Liberties Union. As the November 3rd election approaches, President Donald J. Trump and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell look to fill the vacancy left behind by Justice Ginsburg. Saturday evening, about 100 people gathered outside the Governor George Duke Mejian Courthouse in downtown Long Beach to participate in a candlelit vigil in honor of Ginsburg. At the vigil, mourners took turns expressing what Ginsburg meant to them and how her legacy impacted their lives. Read more about Saturday evening's event at daily49er.com and check out the Daily 49er video and accompanying photo galleries. Now, here's our special projects editor, Peter Villafagne, with a special message for the upcoming election season. Predictions say that the 2020 election could have record-breaking turnouts and the most diverse electorate in American history, according to The Atlantic. So let's break records. President Donald J. Trump's 2016 victory was driven by white voters. White people took up 74% of the 2016 electorate, according to Pew Research Center. White people do not make up 74% of the American population, and therefore should not be the majority of voters electing people into office. Votes should reflect the needs and perspectives of every American, not just the few who go to the polls. We should not continue to allow dominant groups to decide our futures for us. We can no longer assume that these groups want the same things for this country as we do. Marginalized groups have had to fight for the right to vote. Even after suffrage was granted, voter suppression historically kept Black Americans from exercising their right to vote. These predecessors' votes were not considered valuable. They were not given a say. It is now up to their descendants to honor their struggle. Voting is an investment in your future. The policies enacted by elected officials will affect young people for the rest of their lives, and it is important to empower ourselves and play a direct role in our democracy. 
No matter how disillusioned people of color feel from the government, it is still important to vote. If you hate your officials, this is your chance to create change. If you hate the people in power, take their power away. Pew Research Center found that the number of millennials eligible to vote is on the rise, and that one out of 10 eligible voters this November will be from Generation Z. These voters, according to Pew Research Center, are more diverse than the baby boomer generation. Generation Z accurately represents the diversity of the nation, so it is imperative for them to vote. Not only are we representing ourselves when we vote, we are also representing those who cannot vote, including non-citizens and undocumented individuals. Do not waste the privilege you've been given because those who disagree with you definitely do not waste theirs. Thanks, Peter. Are you wondering how to vote? Here's Daily 49er staff writer Sochi Andrade to walk you through the process. The last day to register to vote in California is October 19th, but let's get registered beforehand. Here's how. Go to www.registertovote.ca.gov. Again, that is www.registertovote.ca.gov and complete your registration by October 19th. If you plan to vote by mail, visit usps.com forward slash voting info. Request your mail-in ballot at least 15 days before the election, and be sure to mail in your completed form at least seven days before the election itself, per suggestion of the USPS. Remember, to register to vote in California, you must be a U.S. citizen, be a resident of California, be at least 18 years old or turn 18 by November 3rd, have not been declared mentally incompetent by a court of law, and not currently on parole or a convicted felon. Thanks, Sochi. Now, here's our editor-in-chief, Madeline Amato, to tell you what's on the ballot this year. Now that you know how to register to vote, let's take a look at what's on the ballot. For the presidential election, voters will have a total of four choices to pick from. The Libertarian Party. The Libertarian Party focuses on providing the individual more liberal freedoms with less government involvement and censorship. The party's stance is more laissez-faire in terms of governing and focuses on the citizens' right to freedom. The Libertarian Party presidential candidate is Joe Jurgensen, and the vice presidential candidate is Spike Cohen. The Green Party. According to its website, the Green Party's main focus is on working to establish a society that places environmental justice as one of its core focuses. The Four pillars the party aligns itself with are peace, ecology, social justice, and democracy, and supports the Green New Deal. The Green Party presidential candidate is Howie Hawkins, and the vice presidential candidate is Angela Nicole Walker. The Republican Party. The Republican Party focuses on stronger border security, the right for gun ownership, and support for the use of natural fuels such as coal and oil. The Republican Party tends to lean towards minimal government involvement in citizens' lives and, in cases such as healthcare, prefers a free market system over a universal healthcare system. The Republican Party presidential candidate is incumbent Donald Trump, and the vice presidential candidate is incumbent Mike Pence. The Democratic Party. The Democratic Party's platform focuses on pushing for universal health care, background checks before the sale of firearms, and cleaner air provisions to fight against climate change. 
The Democratic Party seeks to impose more taxes on the wealthy and promote equal rights. The Democratic Party presidential candidate is Joe Biden, and the vice presidential candidate is Kamala Harris. Residents of Long Beach will be able to vote for three city council seats and a measure on barrel taxes. District 2. The second district of Long Beach represents 51,218 residents. The challenger is Cindy Allen. Cindy Allen, a local resident of Long Beach, said her top priorities are to adjust problems in the police department, increase accessibility of coronavirus testing, and create housing for all. The challenger is Robert Fox. Robert Fox said he plans to increase transparency between City Hall and Long Beach residents, fight special interest groups, and tackle homelessness. District 6. The 6th District of Long Beach represents 49,444 residents. The incumbent is D. Andrews. Vice Mayor D. Andrews said in his statement that he promises to expand coronavirus testing, stimulate the local economy by supporting small businesses, and develop new policies to benefit the community. The challenger is Sueli Cerro. Sueli Cerro said she plans to help grow local businesses, address health hazards across the city, and manage the city's budget in a more equitable way. District 8. The 8th District of Long Beach represents 53,009 residents. The incumbent is Al Austin II. Al Austin II said he promises to invest $45 million of the city's budget back into the community, provide emergency economic assistance to those struggling with rent, and grow school programs for youth. The challenger is Tanua Thrash Natuk. Tanua Thrash Natuk said she plans to address homelessness, stimulate the local economy, and tackle inequality in neighborhoods throughout the district. Measures. Measure U.S. Long Beach Community Services General Purpose Oil Production Tax Increase Measure, or Barrel Tax. A yes vote would make an amendment to the Long Beach Municipal Code and increase the city's barrel tax from 15 cents per barrel to 30 cents. A no vote would maintain the current cost of the barrel tax at 15 cents. California residents will have a total of 12 propositions to vote on, ranging from increasing funding for stem cell research to new requirements for dialysis treatment centers. Proposition 14, Stem Cell Research Institute Bond Initiative. Subject, bonds. A yes vote supports the financial backing of $5.5 billion in bonds to the state stem cell research institute in order to make changes in terms of command structure and programs. A no vote opposes this financial backing of the state stem cell research institute which received and exhausted funds acquired in 2019 from Proposition 71, originally voted for in 2004. Proposition 15, tax on commercial and industrial properties for education and local government funding initiative. Subject, taxes. 
A yes vote supports the requirement of commercial and industrial properties to be taxed based on their market value over their purchase price. A no vote opposes this modification and thus will continue to tax commercial and industrial properties based on their purchase price. Proposition 16. Repeal Proposition 209 Affirmative Action Amendment. Subject, Affirmative Action. A yes vote supports the removal of Proposition 209, originally on the ballot in 1996, which prohibited government and public institutions from discriminating against or granting preferential treatment to people of color, race, sex, or national origin in public employment, public education, and public contracting. This would make affirmative action legal. A no vote opposes the removal of Proposition 209 and would keep the proposition in place. Government and public institutions would continue to be prohibited from discriminating or granting preferential treatment to people of color, race, sex, or national origin in public employment, public education, and public contracting. Proposition 17. Voting Rights Restoration for Persons on Parole Amendment. Subject, Suffrage. A yes vote supports this constitutional amendment, which will restore the right to vote to people on parole who were convicted of felonies. A no vote opposes this constitutional amendment and would continue to prevent people on parole who were convicted of felonies from voting. Proposition 18. Primary Voting for 17-Year-Olds Amendment. Subject, Suffrage. A yes vote supports the amendment to allow 17-year-olds who will be 18 during the next presidential election to vote in primaries. A no vote opposes the amendment and would continue to prohibit 17-year-olds who will be 18 during the next presidential election to vote in primaries. Proposition 19. The property tax transfers exemptions and revenue for wildfire agencies and counties amendment. Subject, taxes. A yes vote supports the permission of homeowners who are older than 55, severely disabled, or whose homes were destroyed by fires or disasters to transfer their property tax base value to another residence of any value. This would allow these individuals to pay the same amount of taxes in an even more expensive home. A no vote opposes this property tax break and will continue to have homeowners who are older than 55, severely disabled, or whose homes were destroyed by fires or disaster to transfer their property tax base value to a residence of equal or lower value. Proposition 20, Criminal Sentencing, Parole, and DNA Collection Initiative. Subject, Law Enforcement. A yes vote supports adding crimes to the list of felonies. This would make specific types of theft and fraud crimes to be chargeable as misdemeanors or felonies instead of only as misdemeanors. A no vote opposes adding more crimes to the list of felonies. Proposition 21, Local Rent Control Initiative, Subject Housing. A yes vote supports local governments to enact rent control on housing that was first occupied 15 years ago. This provides an exception to landlords with no more than two homes with distinct titles like single family unit. A no vote opposes this initiative and would thus continue to prohibit rent control and housing that was occupied 15 years ago in single family homes. Proposition 22. 
app-based drivers as contractors and labor policies initiatives. Subject, business. A yes vote supports this initiative and would consider app-based drivers like Uber, Lyft, and Postmates as independent contractors and enact labor policies related to their app-based companies. A no vote opposes this initiative and would have California Assembly Bill 5, voted for in 2019, decide whether an app-based driver is an employee or an independent contractor. Proposition 23, Dialysis Clinic Requirements Initiative. Subject, healthcare. A yes vote supports the initiative to require dialysis clinics to have an on-site physician present while patients are being treated, as well as data of infections reported to the state health department consent before closing a clinic. The initiative will also prevent clinics to discriminate against a patient based upon their method of paying for care. A no vote opposes this initiative and would allow dialysis clinics to operate without these regulations put in place. Proposition 24, Consumer Personal Information Law and Agency Initiative. Subject, business. A yes vote supports the expansion of California's consumer data privacy laws, including modifications to prevent direct businesses from sharing their consumers' personal information. A yes vote would also allow the creation of the Privacy Protection Agency to enforce consumer data privacy laws. A no vote opposes the expansion of consumer data privacy laws and opposes the creation of the Privacy Protection Agency. Proposition 25. Replace cash bail with risk assessments referendum. Subject, trials. A yes vote supports the replacement of cash bails with risk assessment instead for detained suspects awaiting trials. A no vote opposes this replacement and would maintain the use of cash bail for detained suspects awaiting trial. Thanks, Madeline. Looks like voters have a lot of options this election season. That wraps things up for this episode of Beach Weekly. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to check out our special issue at daily49er.com for more information on how to vote and more. I've been your host, Julia. See you next time and thanks for listening.